Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, Disembodied Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I am Robert with a Happy New Year's greeting for everybody listening to this episode right now. Um, it is as real as can be. The New Year is here. Well, I mean... You know, I think a lot of people probably wanted this New Year's uh, to come around a lot sooner, right? <laughs> Can you just come faster? I'm kind of done. Um, I'll tell you what, though. My favorite commercial of this year was the Match.com one with the devil and 2020. Yes. That was yes. perfect. I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, they're taking a picture in front of a dumpster fire. I mean, come on, people. That's brilliant advertising right there yeah Real. yeah i mean it's 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 hitting it's you're basically picking low-hanging fruit it's an easy subject but uh no one else is doing it <laughs> yeah you know the 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 nice thing about it is that uh you know i i for one have always enjoyed new year's eve mm. i always have mm. uh just this year it seemed like a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon just a bit just a bit um yeah and i'm happy about that um i think I think going forward, we should celebrate New Year's Eve with the same type of enthusiasm as we do the other uh, holidays. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it got a bad rap for a while, right? Like, yeah. Uh, like everyone says, oh, you know what? I, 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 I really don't do anything for New Year's. I, I call it, you know, I call it early. I don't stay up till midnight like I used to. Right. And then you hear the people that live in like the other cities like New York, Chicago, L.A. They're like, yeah, you know, once you do it one time you don't ever want to do it again. Like people who mm-hmm. go to used to go to Times Square. Sure. They're like, yeah, you got to show up at like three o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon. And you're standing in one spot till midnight. You can't move. You can't breathe because you're shoulder to shoulder. Um, and then there's the people in LA because they, they pack the clubs in there. So that way they can see the live shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, down here in South Florida, it's, it's, there's nothing really like that here, although they try. Like mm-hmm. they used to show the orange. Remember? I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that from your childhood. No, I remember. I remember. Yeah, the orange drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right. they tried to tried to tell people, oh, you know, New York has Times Square, but we have uh, we have Bayfront Park. <laughs> Not quite the same, people. Not, Not quite, the same. quite the same. No, yeah. no, definitely, definitely uh, a reenthusiastic. We did stay up till midnight playing oh, um, nice. board games. Actually, was was what we were doing, playing board games and card games. Uh, Cards Against Humanity seemed like a perfect fit for the end of the year. Um, not a huge amount of drinking, but we had snack foods, cheese, crackers, uh, nice, nice meat selection. You know, okay, the, the classics, the classics. Yeah. Uh, um... I didn't do anything crazy either. I didn't drink anything till like the toast. And even then it was a non-alcoholic um, beverage. Um, no. Yeah. So nice. this year was, this year was a little low key for me. Um, I, I would like to, you know, save it up for from 2021 into 2022. I think this upcoming year, I'll probably do something a little different. That's going to be my plan. That's my long-term plan. That's fair. No, that's absolutely yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, I, I totally think that that is a beautiful plan. And now that you know what the New Year's can actually be, um, you know, you can you can try to make uh, the most of it, if you will. 
Oh, yeah, because you know by that time, by December of 2021, we should have something in place that I just found out today. The Book of Boba Fett should be on Disney+. Plus. Dude, don't don't ruin everybody's... Yeah, I know. Um, it's going to be so good. It's going to oh be so good. Oh, my gosh, yeah. when There's I saw that... Yeah, there's so much coming up. It's insane. I mean, there's so many good things coming. We did our promo. Now, again, for those of you who will listen or watch us regularly, the last episode we had was everything coming, the D23 special. And it basically was all the stuff coming to D23 over the next year. Now, I purposely left out two things. And I mentioned this multiple times, right, because – they're spoilers. Like, they're not mentioned anywhere unless you watched the episode that you just watched. Um, so, you know, I didn't want to mention the book of Boba Fett because, again, it would spoil the end for you. Yeah. So, I, you know. I, 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 well, just to give, just to give our viewers, so leading this entire month, right, December was just a blur. It went by so quickly for me. And there was a period of time for that Christmas week, the week of Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I had my daughter with me, so I wanted to spend all that time with her. We did a lot of fun things together. We did Lego building, a lot of, of, you know, intimate moments, you know. You know, spending time with just her and I, talking, laughing, you know, doing things, right? Mm -hmm. And... I kind of put everything else like on the back burner. You know, I didn't watch really very many of my shows. I watched a lot of her stuff, not a whole lot of movies. Um, and right. Particularly, I, I pretty much stayed away from my my passion, which is Star Wars, of course, because it's on Disney Plus. The Mandalorian, I think, arguably, was the best thing that happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just I'm just putting all my cards there. I'm putting all my chips on 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 that one to like come around on the roulette wheel, Mando. Well, and to be fair, it's also the best thing to happen to Star Wars in 2021. Season two, like, took from the prequels, from oh, yeah. the original trilogy, from the oh, yeah. Clone Wars, from oh, Rebels. Yeah. That's how they Star Wars is supposed to word, be. They even said the word Admiral Thrawn. They oh, actually yeah. said it. Well, and it makes sense because I think the other thing I didn't mention was that, um, you know, our favorite, our favorite Jedi, the other favorite Jedi, Ahsoka, is going to have her own spinoff. Yep. Ahsoka, um, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Perfectly um, casted. Oh, yeah. Perfectly played. That episode, that's probably, that's, there's so many, all right, for me, you know, that first episode, when it dropped in December... Episode one of the Mandalorian season two literally had me like my heart literally sank. Seeing seeing the armor, and I think we talked about this also in a previous mm-hmm. episode. Yes, yes. From yeah. that point on, this show had me. It oh, really yeah. did. Yeah, bringing it bringing will, back yeah. people from season one, mm-hmm. you know, and then actually saying the stuff and Moff Gideon, you know. <sighs> Such a great actor, such a great villain. Oh, just fantastic! 
fantastic stuff. And, and we're going to have the reaction video in our next episode where we're going to have um, or we're going to have either a piece of or the entire uh, reaction hey. of 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 what you saw how you reacted um to the episode we're going to talk about mando we're going to talk about the future of star wars it's an in-depth mandalorian i know we do this a few times but there's always something to talk about we aren't the mando tuners and joke <laughs> no. show but no. this is the one time this is the second time we're going to do it and there's just a lot to unpack and there's a lot of love and there's a little bit of hate but not as much as you would expect but there's a little bit of hate and we'll talk about that too yeah. The, uh, but, the the one thing about all that, the genesis of that was, you know, that the last episode dropped on Christmas Day, right? Oh, and, yeah. And that was the day that it was bittersweet for me. But, you know, for me, I wasn't in the right frame of mind. However, that entire day, I must have got maybe, I don't know, three or four phone calls, maybe eight or nine text messages from people asking me if I saw it. They wanted to know my mm-hmm. thoughts. Oh, and they sure. were like, and they were like, I wish I could have been in the room with you watching it for the first time because that probably would have been just as good as the episode. <clears throat> and oh, yeah. I had to do a little thought of myself. I'm like, is it? Am I really that? Am oh, I yeah. at that point? Am I? Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. You you are a beautiful thing to watch when you think you, you squeal like a little girl. You're worse than I am. And I squeal well, like a little girl. I, Your reactions are, you. are priceless. Well, today I, I made it a point to watch the four episodes leading up to it. Mm. So I watched them back to back to back. So I had all the feels already going from, you know, oh. uh, from seeing Bill Burr's, uh, you know, character redemption, his story arc, which mm-hmm. I think is probably his story arc is probably better than, I don't know, Ray's story arc. Just going to throw that out there. Um and then the introduction of Ahsoka and the way she was talking about Anakin and how you could see like in her face the the pain when she was talking to Mando about, you know, describing what a Jedi Knight, you know, a fully trained Jedi Knight who has uh, anger issues. What anger happens? issues? Really? <laughs> anger issues? I don't know about all that. Anger and fear and all the emotions, right? Well, anger <clears throat> does lead to... No, wait. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to good times. Suffering. Suffering. Oh, oh good times. I thought it was good times. No, no, no. no. Suffering, it. suffering. Dang it. Yeah. It was close. <clears throat> I tell you what, man. One of the things I got for Christmas was a Black Series Mandalorian and a Black uh-huh. Series Grogu. Nice. And honestly, I'm going to probably... I hate to do this, man. I might keep them in the box. Good for you. Good for you coming I to the dark keep side. The box. Becoming a collector in your old age. Oh, let me tell you that you're becoming one of those guys. I don't want to be those guys, though. Yeah, you I want to actually. I did the. No. Remember the. You're gonna the be. You're gonna be the guy who's gonna. You're known. You're known two of them. <laughs> you're known two. You're known well, the box set and then the playable set. That's what you're gonna do. I know. I, 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 I see yeah, another yeah. set coming your way. I can feel it in the bones. <laughs> this i just i just didn't think that i my my progression with this whole thing with the whole star wars thing of how like how very maligned the disney studio movies were mm-hmm. and then this comes out on their streaming platform and arguably this erases all of that i i dare i actually went on a social media blackout this whole time since christmas <laughs> 
That's crazy, dude. But good for you. Like anything that had to do with Star Wars, skipped over it. Skipped over it. Skipped over it. Mm-hmm. Just kept going past it. Didn't even yeah. want to look at it. Didn't nope. even look at the good memes. For you. I, people were flooding me with memes, and I'm like, I don't want to know if it's Star Wars. I don't want to see it. Like, send me Lord of the Rings. I think they're working on something. Isn't like the whole Shire thing? They paid like Tolkien's family like a billion dollars to like, you know, use the 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 Hobbit property rights or something like that. Yeah, they're doing a TV show of some sort. We don't know yet when it's yeah. taking place. Maybe before The Hobbit, even. Like, it's way back in the past or something like that. Completely yeah, new I kinda stories. Fell, I kind of fell down that rabbit hole, but it didn't leave me anywhere because no one really cares, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We'll watch it. We all will. We can't fool ourselves. It's still good stuff, but it's not... It's not the same. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it impacts culture like it has. Like, no. literally... This is this is impacted culture, I think. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So speaking, but I'm of looking impact- forward. I'm looking forward to this movie list, though. <laughs> I'm dying to talk about this movie list now. Just so speaking of affecting culture, thank you for the transition. Um, thank you. For, uh, speaking of talking about culture and the impact, you know, the question we have is, of course, does 2020 have any impact on the movies we see in 2021? And, of course, the obvious answer is no, not really, in that, you know, these movies, some of these movies were probably well in production, if not almost completed, in 2020. So it really did and didn't, to a certain extent, except for, of course, for some of them, changing their due dates or their coming out dates. What this also has affected, of course, is any of the websites you go to these days, they're going to have um, two lists. They're going to have the regular actually going into theaters list, and then which is what we're going to look at, which is what we're going to look at, and then of course there's the whole list of streaming movies. Now, here's the thing: anything we say is going to be successful is going to keep in mind that with COVID, success is relative. Um, it's not going to be as compared to what the streaming services numbers are going to be because that's just stupid. The streaming services are going to out, I personally believe, going to outnumber everything else here. Um, and we went over the Disney, Fox, all of that universe's massive, huge lists um, right. already. We're not so doing streaming. like 35 movies and like 18 it's, different shows. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So we're going to do it month by month, as is tradition right. for our, before our... And I have no, no prior tradition. knowledge of this. have no right. prior knowledge. We're going into this... Blind. Head, literally. Blind. Yeah, we're I diving just, into the pool. We're diving into the deep end here. So, again, the All rules right. are simple. Let's, There's really no rules. We list the month. <laughs> we go through the movies for that month. And then okay. when we go through the movies, as we go through them, we say yay or nay or something along those lines of what we think about the movie. We're not going to have a whole essay because we're not going to know much about them. Um, if there's a particularly interesting one, yeah. uh, we're going to say, okay, well, let's look a little bit more into it. But basically the idea is for every month, what's the top movie for that month? That's, okay. that's, that's, that's the goal. That's it. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too spectacular. Um, uh-huh. For those of you who want to follow along or see the list we're seeing, we're going to promote them here. Just the random website that I happen to pick. Um, this year, we are using wildaboutmovies.com forward slash 2021 underscore movies. Um, so that's where we uh, are getting our information from. Um, they say they're very, very accurate, and they actually have a link to go see streaming stuff too. So, you know, a few ads here and there, but uh, it serves our purposes. 
All right, enough, enough with the talking. Let's get down to it. <laughs> All right, I will give you with that the honors of listing the first movies for January 2021. All right, looks like, uh, well, the way this site has it broken out, it's by, I guess these are release days themselves. So Correct. it looks like in January, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven movies hitting hitting the big screens. Uh, Again, not Kombat. huge numbers. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I, I want to... No. It depends <laughs> for me. It depends for me. If this is a live-action Mortal Kombat... It is. Okay, I, I wish I could see the poster. I There's wish no I poster. could gauge it. Yeah. Um... If this is happening, it's supposed to happen on January 15th. Um, I'm going to say, because the first Mortal Kombat movie did well, right? Cold classic more than an actual good movie. Right. PG-13, and it was a shot-for-shot remake of Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. It was a shot-for-shot remake. Right. Um, Which made it successful, I feel. Which Yeah, which made it successful because they didn't have to come up with a plot. Mm-hmm. They just inserted all the Mortal Kombat characters into Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. Right. I don't know what this is going to be about. Honestly, if it's like anything that I've seen like recently, like animated, I, I can't remember the last time I saw an animated one that was good. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I, 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 like the, I like the... I never loved the video games. I was not a huge fan of the fighting style. I do like them. I do like some of the movies they made. I do like the idea and the concept of the movies they made. I just don't feel this is going to be worthwhile, unfortunately. Yeah, I, you got to come up with like a really good original storyline and somehow keep the purists happy with this. Yeah, yeah, that's a large order. I, I just don't see it. Like happening. you have, like the whole thing is like you get to, like the whole idea of the game is you get to play all these despicable characters. And they're basically doing horrible things to, like, other people in these matches, right? Ripping skulls out, ripping hearts yeah. out, ripping out arms. Um, I just I just don't see it going to be a, 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 a ability to do that with, like, having like an you have to, reading. You have to pick, hard yeah, you have to pick one character to be the good guy and everybody else to be in his way, right? Yeah. And, again, they are going to have, um, you know classic villain of these movie series which we know of um which is the evil sorcerer you know exactly so there is the evil sorcerer concept now i will say that i'm i'm slightly disappointed the the rating of it is going to be pg-13 because they don't think they'll make money if it's just pg or r r yeah uh, yeah. All right. Um, what else? What else can you say about it? All right. Moving on. Yes. Um, I actually, I actually think this one will do much better than Mortal Kombat. Peter Rabbit Two: The Runaway. I, I don't think that's much of a bar to have to go over. I didn't see the first one. I'm not really interested in the second one. Peter Rabbit was a short story. It was cute. Do we really need this? I don't know. I mean, the first movie was pretty good. It was. It was actually most was of the people, most of the actors in that, I think, were in Star Wars. Nice. It's a side project. <laughs> yeah. We're doing That's a real movie. We'll do this a side project. Just need our voices. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's going to be like you're going to hear a lot of cute animals, CGI animals voiced by like artists. Really famous. And you're going to be like, yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, that's so and so. You know, that's Adele. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Gwen Stefani. You know, whatever. You know, 
I think that's the I think that's the appeal to it more than anything else. Yeah, fair uh, enough. The next one, the next one is Respect, which you know, every yeah. January you have to have one of these movies in there, and it's not that I'm knocking it; I'm just bringing it out. Um, but I think they're running out of ideas. This one is, of course, by about the. It's I think it's a biopic, but from what I already I already heard reviews on this, and they weren't very good. Mm. Well, unfortunately, this story's been done a few times. Yeah, like, uh, we've well, the heard best it one was. Was Ike and Tina? That was right. probably the apex of those. Right. That was like, that was like so harsh and like the actors right. were so believable and you felt right. and you so really enjoyed the character. You, how do you do that? You can't. So I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> my understanding, this is just a biopic of like one night of her recording this song. Mm. Right. Which which is her famous song, Respect. Yeah. Anyways. Moving on. I mean, I mean, hey, I'll watch it because I have all the premium stations. Right. So, like, if it comes on, I'm going to watch it, right? Sure. Sure. But like but I, I said, the reviews on it haven't been very yeah. good. I don't, and I don't think I'd probably go out of my way to see it at the movie theaters unless, like, you know, everything else I've seen and I have a movie pass that's going to expire because I belong to a movie club and I have to use it. Then, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. Yeah. I am. We'll see. If I yeah. catch it, I, I catch it. There are better. There are better. There are better persons in the music industry of that would come out in January that I would want rather see. Ray Charles was fantastic. There's a lot of other yep. ones that were really good. This one is I'm not. I'm not that excited about. Exactly. Uh, the three fifty five. Three fifty five. Just so you know, is a all female cast in the globe trotting espionage genre. Just so you know, so it's, a spy, it's a spy movie. It's a spy movie, basically. Yes. Um, uh, now, is Jessica this going to be like? Is this going to be like one of those spy movies, like the Matt Damon spy movies, or is it going to be like the Born Identity spy movies? It's rated R, so whatever Ooh. it is, it's hardcore spy movie. Ooh, might yeah. be Jason Bourne. Yeah, I could do and all female hardcore. I don't care about the all female cast part of it, but like. It's, it's going to be serious blood and gore, at least with an R rating for that kind of movie. A lot of headshots. I'm, think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a lot of assassinations. I'm thinking a lot of yeah. close quarter combat. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Some I mean, nice car races through Paris. Yeah, basically yes. that's what they're talking about. Yeah, oh, it's talking it. about Morocco it. and Paris and all those things. So yeah. Yes, yes, like that Helmsworth flick that that was in 2020 that everyone forgot about, yes. where he was in uh, India. And he, right. And that was like what a unique place to shoot a movie, and what in a suspenseful movie it was. It mm. had me on the edge of my seat at the end. Yeah. So we'll uh, see. We'll all right. See. Uh, we're moving on. That's all happening on January fifteenth, people. So you yeah. have a full slate of movies if you want to get out and buy yourself a theater for you and your special someone, or by yourself like me uh, to go rent a movie, a whole theater out for yourself. There you go. Twenty January twenty second. Yes. Chaos walking. What's all this, this about? Tell me about it. So this is interesting. This is actually distant planet of the new world. Um, Tom Holland stars. So interesting. Uh, um, Spider-Man. They're struck by the noise, which is a virus inflict- inflicting immersive visions of one's every thought. There's one girl 
who may be the key to unlocking the New World's many layered secrets. They're forced on a white-knuckle adventure into unexplored planet, into an unexplored planet, trying to escape and hide an environment where all thought is heard, all movement seen, as they both discover the truth by the lives they left behind and the spectacular world they've learned to call home. Is this an M. Night Shyamalan flick? Um, it is Doug Lemon. Lyman? Never heard of him. Nah. So, completely interesting. It has Daisy, Daisy hope, Ridley hopefully... and Tom Holland starring. Daisy Ridley? So you have yeah. Ray, Ray Skywalker, yeah. and you have uh, Peter Parker. So you might be able to pull it off based on the starring cast. It's PG-13, and it's by Lionsgate. Uh, so, oh, it might be interesting. I, I don't know. Uh, to me, it I sounds like an M. Night Shyamalan, like, I'm going to pull the rug out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to trees. see. <laughs> <laughs> trees hate us. Trees hate us. The garbage. <sighs> All right. Uh, that was the only thing showing, I guess, for that weekend. Yeah. Uh, January 29th. Rumble. <sighs> so this is uh, entertainment. This, this basically, um, this is Pixar. This is, this is Paramount Pictures, actually. Uh, oh. So, no. Uh, Will Arnett is the only name, one of the named stars. But basically, the idea is monsters are tame, and the monster wrestling is a popular sport. The main character is Winnie, seeks to follow in her father's footsteps um, as a manager by turning an inexperienced monster into a contender. Um. Okay. That's that's what, what you like got. Trying to. It sounds like. We've seen this before. I believe you would probably be correct. I feel this has been done. Um, that could be cute. I'm not, like, gonna go die. It's PG-13, right? Because yeah. of the violence, I guess? Probably, uh, yeah. Um, are you watching it, though? Probably not, to be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll it, unless it really... if I mean, if it comes across my screen, I won't watch it but if it doesn't i'm not going it's i'm not going to go out of my way to watch it let's put it that way it's going to come and go it's going to be something that come and go that nobody remembers unfortunately that's my feeling on it i could be that's wrong. your feeling i i think i think it's going to be like the cruise like mm. you're going to see some trailers for it it's going to mm. have some they're going to play some of the quirky one-liners and you're going to be like oh that was actually pretty clever and then you're not going to go to the theaters to see it but it comes out on fx or one of those other stations like ad nauseum and you watch it like Hey, this ain't so bad. This is actually kind of funny. And then after like the third time you see it on, you're kind of like, "All right, I'm over this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's gonna yeah. probably do fine. I'm just not like, "Oh my god, I must see that." So yeah, like like you you have all these things. Paramount. You don't mm-hmm. they own like Dracula, Frankenstein, and they have a lot of other things they could be doing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> This is almost like a Rocky, Rocky type thing, right? Yeah, pretty much. It yeah. kind of feels yeah. like in that, monsters. Right? Yeah. It feels like they're Rocky. big Rocky and Monsters University. You know, like Monsters okay. Inc. Which... ripoff. Yeah. So all right, we'll see. the little things, which is premiering on the same day as Rumble. Um, the little this things. This is going what to is do this? a lot. 
this is going to do a lot better than 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 that is by a long shot. Um, it is a cop thriller. To uh, cops, cops are hunting a serial killer. Basically, um, I mean, it is well. You're you're in. There's more. Denzel Washington is still in. Oh, like it, like um, it, like it, like. Well, hold on. Isn't Denzel like eighty now? He is a burnt-out California deputy sheriff. Oh, with okay. all right. Malik. I'm probably horribly pronouncing that. Who's wait, also wait, an officer. Say it again. Say it again. Rami Malik. Malik. Wow. M A L. Was offline. I said it was Rami Malik. Yeah, them Rami too. Malik. They're gonna team up. Okay. Who was in? Who was in night? Who was in uh, the Smithsonian movie with Ben mm-hmm. Stiller? And yeah, which I'm I thought was a better role. Yeah. The villain, I'm going to assume it doesn't. Oscar winner is Jared Leto. Uh, I'm going to say American he's going to play the serial killer. American Psycho all over again. Mm. Did you ever watch that movie with him and Christian Bale? No, but I know it was good. I know oh, it was good. It was I know so it was good. Uh, this is a Warner and Brothers. Jared freaking Leto. Hey, sidebar. <laughs> and it's going to be rated R. About Jared Leto. And okay. it's going to be R. I'm definitely in. Yeah. Um, Jared Leto. I'm going to just is. throw this out there for, for, the, for the universe to hear. Go I'm on. I'm seeing a lot of merchandise lately about the Joker. Yes. Okay? They're talking Specifically, about Specifically. Yeah. Specifically about him coming back. However, the merchandise that I've been seeing lately has all been like the name Joker, J-O-K-E-R. And they're putting in the actors that have played the Joker. So for the J, Jack Nicholson. For the O, Joaquin Phoenix. For K, Mark Hamill. Okay. E, for Heath Ledger. R, for Cesar Romero. Why wow. does nobody give Jared Leto any credit? I literally looked at it because for whatever reason, the AI knows me all too well, right? Of and course. it says, here's a whole bunch of DC stuff that you could buy that you've probably never seen anyone own. And a lot of it's T-shirts. And this sure. T-shirt spelled out Joker with like the iconic you know, Joker images for each one of those actors that they played, right? Mm-hmm. I've also seen it in a big size, like picture like on canvas right and then i've seen other things i've seen heath ledger joker i've seen you know cesar romero joker i've seen you know jack nicholson joker but i have yet to see a jared leto joker i just want to say i didn't mind his performance as joker one bit i thought it was original and i thought it was very cool yeah it wasn't a bad version of joker i just think it got a lot of bad press and it kind of screwed that joker up unfortunately Bad press will ruin. Hey, I think, well. I think, I think the worst Joker played was probably in one of the best animated Batman movies, which mm. was uh, the Red Hood. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I yeah. did not like that. I did not like that Joker in that movie. I didn't no, like the yeah. actor who played his voice. Or it anything. was a good movie, but I didn't like. Yeah, but I, it was a good movie, but I didn't like the actor. That was and the voice was irritating. I felt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but go on. So, but the little things well, I'm in Jared Leto. You told me, cop, serial killer, yeah. rated R, Denzel, Remy Malik. 
and Jared Leto. Yeah. Three three Oscar Oscar winning actors in this one film. Who's directing this film? Uh, this one is directed by the. Um, I don't know if this is a name that we should. Uh, John Lee Hancock. Not really. How come familiar we with should this know this? How come uh, we should know this work? Right? It is Warner Brother, and it is and it is art. Now, yeah. Let's let's see. Hold on. So what? So let's get some preliminary thoughts. What? are you thinking are the top two contenders for January? Because that's the last set for January, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I honestly think the money is going to be in Peter Rabbit 2. I think that's going to get the most money. With probably really? the biggest drop-off. I think with the biggest drop-off. People, okay. Kids are going to want to see that movie. Because the first one really... Like, a good portion of the film is like this, this guy getting outsmarted by these animals and, like, basically getting beat up. It's like Home Alone. Like, mm, yeah. You know, it's the thieves getting beat up by a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I got you. You could be right, unfortunately. Um, Jared uh, so Lee, that's going to be... Just so you know, Jared Lee Hancock is known for... Ooh, he's he's got some things under his belt. Um, he's I feel like done, you should know this. He, he was a writer, that's why. He was a writer for a lot of these. This is the first thing. I know he wrote this too. Um, he did The Blind Side, The Alamo, Ooh, I like it. Snow White and the like Huntsman. Ooh, he directed the he directed The Highwaymen. He no direct- way, The yes. Highwaymen with uh, Kevin Costner and Woody mm-hmm. Harrelson. Yeah, I love it. He also directed Saving Mr. Banks, which I actually enjoyed, and no. yeah. And he was a director on The Rookie. So, yes, like it is this. a thing you should know. <laughs> and uh, I should okay. know. <laughs> that's the king. The, the little thing yeah. is going to be the king then. That's, that's, I'm, I'm with you on that. So the end of January is going to be the, the winner, I feel, as well. Chaos Walking might be a sleeper hit, but I feel it's too specific of a genre for people. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking the little things will get all of the attention. Once people go in, the first group of people go in and say, oh my God, this is amazing. And then everybody else just joins them. You so know what Chaos be... Walking reminds me of? The movie, every the other pass- sci-fi. Passengers. No, I was going to say every other movie that's come out recently, like the Bird Box and every other one about the scary new well, no, world, no, 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 scary no. new virus. I'm thinking, I'm thinking more along the lines of Passengers where you had Chris Pratt and, and Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence. Okay. I was gonna also say you know, uh, After Earth. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. like it's got the big stars, and then you watch the movie, mm-hmm. you're like, the story wasn't that good. Yeah, exactly. So it might get pulled because of that, but who knows? We'll set. We'll have to see. Okay. Yeah, All we right. haven't been right yet. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But we're claiming the little things for January. All right, on to February. Yes. February is of course um, the month of love. love. So we do expect uh-huh. a love movie. Um, yes. But we're going to start off yes. with this. Is almost nothing about it. So go ahead. We'll, we'll stick with the same theme. You tell the names, and I will give you brief descriptions as available. Uh, monster problems. Uh, they don't even have a poster for it on this site. Yeah, Dylan O'Brien, the voice of the bumblebee in the movie Bumblebee. Um, he learns how to survive a monster apocalypse with the help of an expert hunter. PG thirteen. It's Paramount. And directed by Michael Matthews, I'm I'm not really expect I no. 
No. This no. looks like they're trying to get that same audience that liked Bumblebee, which that last Bumblebee movie with uh, John Cena in it, mm. and it was it actually it actually held up pretty well, and it mm. was more true to the Transformers story as opposed to the big, loud, confusing like Michael Bay films of the Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I mean, from your description, what you just gave me. Yeah. All the right. King's Man, which I think is a prequel to the Kingsman. Movie, that is correct? precisely correct. Very good, Love sir. Um, it. So it's Kingsman three, but technically it is a prequel, as you mentioned, in the early 1900s and up to World War One. Um, it's going to be a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gathered to plot a war to wipe out millions. One man must race against time to stop them. Discover the origins of the very first independent intelligence agency in the King's Mad. Um, this was actually scheduled to release on Valentine's Day of 2020. So you can see how much that was delayed. Um, it is going to be uh, Harrison Dickinson, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I mean, just a huge cast. Just goes on and on and on. Uh, Tom Holland's, Hollander is going to be in it. Um, just an interesting cast. Very mixed cast. Uh, it's 20th Century Fox, and it is going to be R. Um, I feel fun romp. Why not? Hey, I liked all the Kingsman movies. Um, I thought it was great to go back to like something like a like an edgier James Bond with like without the suaveness to it. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you don't need the suaveness and, and that kind of flick as long as it's an interesting yeah. story. Just I give, just give me, just keep the action going. Not a lot of talking, a lot of action, a lot mm -hmm. of shots fired. You know that type of stuff. I like mm -hmm. it. I, I think this is going to be good. To I mean, yeah, you would have liked to see them keep going with it, but I think a prequel was yeah. well timed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to do well. The winner, maybe, but we'll see. Yeah, we have some other movies here. Yes, Antlers. This um, looks like a horror flick. This is kind of a not really a horror per se. Um, it does like have the witch, except, except the witch was spelled with two V's instead of a W. This is, I'd say, a psychological thriller. Young like the witch, like the witch, has a young kid in it um, with a teacher gets involved, and there's dark secrets. Um, so murder mystery horror type of thing. Um, so there's a dangerous sec a secret with, you know, frightening consequences type of dark thriller. So not exactly horror in the sense of like a supernatural horror, but definitely in a sense of like murder mystery horror. Let's go for that. So. Who's in it? Who's in it? Anybody <sighs> well, I know? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of people that you're going to say, oh, okay. Carrie uh, Russell is in it. Uh, Jesse Plimons, Jeremy Thomas. Graham Greene. So, I mean, not like, oh my god, I love them, but they're not bad actors and actresses. Who's the, who's the director? Uh, Scott Chopper, uh, Cooper. Chopper, wow. No. Cooper. No. That doesn't ring any bells for me. Yeah. Um, what else has he done? He has also been in directing of so other many other things. Well, not so many, but He's done a couple of things. He's done, um, let's see, he's done not a whole, well, he did Crazy Heart. 
um, Black Mass, Black Mass, and Hostiles. I'm not... Wait, 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 wait! These were serious movies. Yeah. Uh, Black Black Mass. Out of the was Furnace. Story. Yeah, these are hard, hard edge stories, like almost biopic, like. Yeah, I mean, this could be this could be that that route. So maybe it may be. It's hard to tell by the description, but it could be a. It's not a biopic, but it could be kind of a no, no, no. real life like drama. A, you know, like, like a, a Gone Baby Gone with like Casey Affleck and Morgan Freeman and all them, where it's like a really hard edged movie, like the whole way through. Yeah, um, but dark, very dark, very. I mean, again, there's a kid involved, so you can only go so mm-hmm. far. So, but yeah, definitely murder mystery. That what kind is of it? Thing. Is it rated R? Oh yeah, totally R. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's gonna be hard edge. Yeah, it's gonna be hard it's, edge. Yeah. Um, if if you, I guess every now and then you have to like see one of these movies just to like appreciate cinema. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna have a lot of those kind of shots in the middle, blood trails on the floor, dark corners. Yeah. Uh, Nomad Land, which is the poster's just chopped up license plates. It looks like. Yeah, this is kind of a find yourself kind of movie um, with uh, David Stratham and Francis uh, McDormand uh, and Linda May. Um, so kind of a coming of age, but as an older person coming of age movie. Um, so older folk kind of comedy. They go across the country, but kind of explore their own lives, kind of deal. Uh, through the American West, living as a van-dwelling modern-day nomad. He could be a fun okay. writer. It's Chloe Zaho uh, did the writer and the Eternals, so I mean, could be interesting. Could be fun. Cute little romp. It sounds like it sounds like uh, dialogue heavy. Not a lot of action in it, and mm-hmm. it's like you're just along for the ride. Is basically what this is. Yeah, kind of maybe maybe a little bit of humor. Maybe a little bit of humor. Yeah, so. but not the slapstick humor. No, it's kind of like the. Oh, ha, 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 you know, that type of humor. Oh, yeah. Makes yeah. you think kind of humor. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. That's that's definitely, like, a mature, like, you know, if you're trying to, like, go out with, like, a girl or something like that, and you want to impress her, like, oh, these are the type of movies I like. And then she's like, mm-hmm. wow, he's so deep and, like, mature. You know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm thinking turtleneck sweaters and pipes and stuff like that. No, but, no um, turtleneck sweaters and pipes. Mostly, um... Women in uh, with short white with short haircuts uh, outside of vans smoking, but similar. Okay. Not highbrow, Very kind sense. of yeah, every man type Not thing, you know, or every person type thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's February nineteenth. Uh, February twenty sixth, four movies drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, everybody's talking about Jamie, and it's just uh, like the movie poster looks like a made up eye. Okay, I gotta ask you what you think this is about just from the title. Give me your thoughts. I, I'm thinking RuPaul's Drag Race is what I'm thinking. Wow. Very nicely done, sir. I am impressed. It's actually based yeah. on the real-life story of a gay Sheffield teenager, Jamie New, uh, Mark Hardwood, who dreams of becoming a drag queen. Dude, I promise you. To, wow. To the Good job. Above, I did not even click on it. I'm just good, looking at it. Good job. I'm impressed. Um, this is going to be PG-13. It seems like a docudrama, you know, a little extra drama. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, and that's going to be in the Academy Awards this year, I guarantee you. Well, 
Interestingly, it's actually a musical. Unbelievable. It will be in the Academy Awards. I am willing to stake all the monies. Richard E. Grant is going to be uh, in this as well. I wonder what do they say? What type of songs is it is it going to be based on? Like sometimes they say like based on like you know it's based ABBA on or... the stage musical of the same name. Go figure. I don't know. I I I don't know it, but it's already been out there. So this is going to draw in that audience who watched that movie or that stage musical. Okay, okay. Moving on. <laughs> It's going to win all the things, and nobody's going to know why. Uh, Nobody is the name of this movie. No movie poster. you got to give me something on this. So this one is Hutch Mansell. You'll know him from Better Call Saul. Um, Is the guy you don't notice. Suburban dad, overlooked husband, nothing neighbor. When two thieves break into his house... Yeah. Two thieves break into his home one night. The incident ignites Hutch's unknown, long simmering rage, propelling that him is me. <laughs> on a brutal half a brutal path that will uncover dark secrets he fought to leave behind. Oh didn't this happen didn't we already do this movie where like the kids broke into the dude's house who was blind? Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out he was like a like a ex assassin or ex military guy or something. It's gonna be rated R, so yeah, I think that's going to be it. It's like, you know, booby traps, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's and... very possible. It's very possible. You know, he's a nothing. He's nobody because he was used to be somebody. That that's definitely sounds like my, my adult life now. Yeah. My yeah, so there you go. So you'll have a lot of rage. A lot of repressed rage. I don't yeah, think I'm yeah. full of rage. Do you think I'm full of rage? No, you're not full of rage. You better. You better. You better. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Better well than what you're at. Ron's Gone Wrong is the name of this next one. No poster. Yeah, this one's um, animated. Um, Walking. This is weirdly 20th Century Fox, so sort of Disney. Disney. Yeah. Probably, probably before the the takeover yeah. happened, and Disney was like, "Okay, we got a filler here. Let's just throw it out." Uh, this is a 11-year-old boy who finds his robot buddy doesn't quite work right in a world where walking, talking, digitally connected bots have become children's best friend. Comedy will ensue of an animated nature, um, directed by Andrea Carloni, Gene Philip Vine. I don't know. Um, it's going to be PG. PG. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's going to be enough for system. like adults. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Enough for adults, but aimed at kids? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. It kind doesn't really like give a, me nothing to say. Kind of like, uh, what was that one movie that was kind of like that? The first uh, Secret Life of Pets. Wasn't uh, that a PG movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be aimed at kids, but like when you start watching, you're like, this, this isn't for kids. <laughs> yeah, one of those secret for adults movies that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without remorse. Um, do you know where that's from? No. Okay, this is a Tom Clancy novel. So, spies. Um, Navy SEAL, actually, turns CIA okay. operative. 
It's based spy. on the naval by Tom Clancy. Yeah, spy. Uh, the character John Clark is considered Clancy's second most famous creation after Jack Ryan. John Clark had been previously played by William Defoe. Um, 1994's Clear and Present Danger. Oh, okay. And okay, uh, well, that was the Affleck flick, wasn't it? Wasn't no, that Affleck was, no, that's Some of All Fears, right? Right. With that one was um, with Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan. Got it. Got it. Okay. You're th- but you are talking Some of All Fears, which is 2002, opposite Ben Affleck. So yes. Got it. Got it. So you're Young Jack right. Ryan. Yes, but this does. This has Michael B. Jordan in it and Jamie Bell. Hey, is it just me or is Michael B. Jordan like still mad in every movie? Oh, he's every been movie mad. he's been in, he's always mad, and yeah. he's going to be mad in this one too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, he's going after a drug lord who killed his wife or there girl. It is. Yeah, there you. Go. Yeah, so Please. it'll be a good romp. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just like, okay. You you throw in a couple explosions, a couple yeah. sniper shots, like the shot through the scope of a rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, typical Tom Clancy. I mean, yeah. watch it. That, that might be fun. No, it'll be for fun the month of February. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you thinking uh, for February? I'll, I'll pass the baton to you this time. What is <sighs> what is your top number one money maker here? It's gonna be weird because. I mean, kind of going back to what we were talking about a little bit, everybody's talking about Jamie is going to be a success because a lot of people are going to know it. It's going to have a pre-existing audience that's going to know that they want to do it or going to want to see it. It's going to be a musical, so it's going to get a lot of awards for it. Like The Greatest Showman type Yeah, but it's not something that I think myself personally I would go see, but I think it is going to be a very big success. Um, you know, it could be like one of those sleeper hits that everybody thinks is, oh God, that's one of it's it's over the top, it's crazy, and then you go see it. You know, it's 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 one of those niche movies. You've, if you've seen the musical, you're gonna love the movie. If you haven't seen the musical, you may not even care. You know, but so we'll see. Um, without remorse, because of who it has and what it's gonna be, is definitely in the top. I'm gonna have to go with top th- top three because the King's Man is definitely something that's gonna be big. Um, so it's between those three for me, if I had to make the final choice, I'm probably going to say kind of an end-of-the-month hit again, which is going to be Without Remorse. That's okay. that's my thoughts. That's what I'm thinking. That's going to be the movie okay. of that. Because everybody loves Tom Clancy's stuff. They just do. You know, Whether they're for the extortions I... or the characters or they read the novels, I think it just has a larger audience base, to be fair. I think... I think uh... I think Nomadland is going to be that movie that's in the middle that doesn't make any money, but ends up on the Oscar list. Hmm. Interesting. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. That's that probably by surprise. Yeah. But I agree with you uh, on your choices. I just wanted to throw that out there for Nomadland. We'll see what happens. You've you've been good so far, so it could be something uh, that you're right about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going into March, which I find very sad that there's only one thing dropping in March. Oh, there's a couple. There's six, but most of them are animated. You know what I'm talking about. Which one are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about the one near the end, but the first one we're going to talk about. Oh, well, there's two, so I'm not sure which you're talking about, but there's two that I think could be worth it. But let's go on. Let's go on. Mm, I mean, uh, you're probably right, but I want to have hope. Okay. The first, the so first the one's... F- first one. Yeah. 
Um, Tom and Jerry come back again. I mean, now my question is: is who's asking for this? I, I really don't know. I mean, this is this is going to be animated. Um, is it like animated with live action, or it, is it just straight up animated? It, it's a live action animated hybrid. Okay. It's it's them in the real as world. As long as long as but it leans more toward, um, as long as it leans more towards the, um, gosh, what is the name of that movie that did it so well? Oh my gosh, with Michael Jordan. Oh, um, yes. Um, looking at the trailer for it, they are. Not CGI animated. They are classic Tom and Jerry animated. Like classic. 2D. Classic. 2D yeah, animated, 2D, right? Yeah, 2D animated in the real world with real actors and actresses. Okay, as long as they do... So it, it could be Michael Jordan. It what could was be... the name of Michael Jordan? The one with Michael Jordan? Space Jam? Space Jam. Yeah. If they do it's, that... It looks like it's going to be that style with Tom and Jerry doing their normal antics. Well, but like the story, right? I mean, Tom and Jerry, from what it looks like from the tra- yeah, but from the trailer, it looks like Tom and Jerry don't talk. Oh, but it does have your favorite um, actor in it from Ant Man. Not, not Paul Rudd. No, the one you actually like, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, you know, Michael Pena might I- save it, but it could be I'm cute. In. Yeah, I think, to... I'm thinking, you know what? You got to go into that type of movie saying, you know what? I'm just going to be entertained. I'm not going to sit here and poke holes in it because, quite yeah. honestly, like if you watch the original, like pre, um, like the pre 1950s Tom and Jerry, mm-hmm. like, like those are different Tom and Jerry cartoons oh, altogether. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely yeah. hysterical though. Oh, hysterical. Well, I think you're gonna have a lot of that in this. If the if the humor plays mm-hmm. through, that's the challenge. Now, with Tom and Jerry. now, then there's the very specific the stuff. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Now the second Tom and Jerry, the second Life of Tom and Jerry, which was from 1960s on, like the Saturday morning ones with mm-hmm. Droopy Dog and all that. Right. That's mm-hmm. when it really dropped off. Right. Like yes. it. Like it wasn't funny anymore. Right. Um, and this is PG, so. More kids, but not G. You know, not G. So yeah. a little violence yeah. in it. So a lot of animated this this month in March. A lot of okay. this is animated. So the next one is Raya no, and the like, Lance. <laughs> I like that poster. Raya like and the Lance the Dragon. I'm excited about this movie. Actually, um, this is this is going to be good. This is Walt Disney movie. Um, this is written by the creator of the movie Crazy Rich Asians, um, but it's not a Pixar co-production. It's Disney. It's straight Disney. Um, and it's um, the other studio, like the ones that did Brave. Exactly. Um, so I'm excited about this. It is going to be in theaters and Disney Plus because it is a Disney film. Um, Cassie Steele is going to be the main voice actress in this. Um, it's basically it's going to be PG. Um, it's directed by Paul Briggs and Dean Wells. It it could be a fun romp. It looks cool. She's hunting for the last dragon egg. If I remember the trailers. Um, she has little, there's little me... cute little creatures in it, and she finds mysteries and magical swords, and is an adventurous kind of Tomb Raidery type. So I, I think it'll do well. I think it'll do well. I'm not sure it's the best of the month, but it's going to do well. I feel. 
Yeah, I think I think it's going to knock out Tom and Jerry. Yeah, and that's just because the Disney machine. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, they're going to give you the three things that they do well in all Disney movies. You know, no they're parents have the crying, no parents, the tragedy, <laughs> the the horrible tragedy, mm-hmm. the young the young girl like coming of age and like taking life by the horns, and of course the dragon being the metaphor of like anything you want, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> You know, so, but if they could give me that movie from like the 80s, I want to say, I don't know if you remember, but it was like the, like the kid who meets the wizard. He wanted to, he was like the sorcerer's apprentice mm. and the wizard ends up like being hired to like kill a dragon that was like, um, terrorizing this town mm. and he couldn't make the journey. So he died. So the kid ended up going to the town and the town had to like, you know, sacrifice their their princess by the moon so that way yeah. the dragon wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And he had to end up killing the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like his coming of age thing. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking if they could give me that animated, I'd be cool. Yeah, it could be. It could be it's very similar. All right, this is an interesting right. one. The Many Saints of Newark. Right. So weird how title, right? Sounds like a. How come this sounds like one of those "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" type comedies? This is a mob movie. It's a what? It's a mob movie. I love it. Go on. Okay. So Newark is where? Jersey, right? Yeah, right. So what gangster do we know in New Jersey? Uh, let's see. In Jersey, is it Gotti? No, I'm talking fake. Mobsters, like known to be okay. fake mobsters that everybody loved. A one fake mobster that everyone loved with one of the worst endings ever. With one of the worst endings ever. Like seriously, it wasn't a movie. It was a TV show. It was a TV show. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? The Sopranos. The this, Sopranos. This is the prequel to The Sopranos. Unbelievable. So there's people out there that love The Sopranos so much that they're still holding on to the show that ended, what, 10, 12 years mm-hmm. ago? So who, who played Tony Soprano? James Gandolfini. And guess who's playing young Tony? James Gandolfini Jr.? Michael Gandolfini, his son. Oh. So yes, basically. <sighs> Does he look like him? Do you, do you I have, have a no shot idea. Of him? I don't have a shot of him up at the moment. I'm not going to take my time for that You're one. You're not going to dignify it? But I'm like, not worried about it. No, 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 no. I will say this. It is going to have a lot of people. It's rated R and it'll be about his formative years. So if you're a mob movie fan and you like mobsters killing each other, you're going to like this movie. That's pretty much it. But you know, the weird thing it's, about The Sopranos is that... It's going to be classic fare. You know it is. You know, my whole thing about The Sopranos was like, it was a mob boss who was talking to his therapist because he was having anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like that, I thought was the more interesting part. Like oh, him yeah. dealing with like all the stuff in his life. Then it took well, on a, like it. Then it became a, like a soap opera after yeah. that. I know. So we'll see. It could be fun, but I'm, I'm thinking just a standard mob movie. Meh. I mean, I, I'm yeah. not against the Sopranos, but I think it's just gonna be fair. If you're into it, fantastic. I like some mob movies, but we'll see. I mean, I like The Irishman. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Irishman, Saints of New York. I mean, a couple of them that I do really like. 
Um, so I'm not against them in general. I just I get kind of tired after a while. It's just the same story over and over again, you know. But we'll see. Yeah. We will see. All right. So I'm assuming these next two are the ones you're – one of these next two is the ones you're talking about, right? Yes. All right. Yes, so we're going to come back to the second. I'm going to get the third one out of the way. The third movie coming out on March 26th is The Boss Baby 2. Whatever. Cash grab. It's cash a cash grab. Crab. And they're cash grabbing even more because – they're There's adding no, a baby sister. They're adding a baby sister, a boss, a female boss baby, which is like, okay, fine, whatever, cool. Do you do you guys do you? Um, so that's gonna be a cash grab. Fine, it's gonna get the kids. Parents are gonna think it's amusing, and everybody's gonna have a good time. Okay, fine. You know, you know what, you know what the interesting part about that movie when it when it, the first boss baby came out the movie, mm. um, my daughter like the previews were on like all the time. You saw that trailer oh, yeah. ad nauseum. Oh, yeah, and yeah, my yeah. parents would laugh at it my daughter would laugh at it and when me when it was due to come out i made sure i had her the day that it was coming out and when it hit the theater all of us as a whole family went to the movie to go see it we watched it and really i was i asked i asked my daughter i'm like how'd you like it she goes it was funny it was fine and i'm looking at my parents i'm like what did you guys think of it and my mom said the commercials were funnier yeah it was fine. I just, I just was like, okay. It wasn't bad. It just was okay. I don't know. I'm, again, I'm against show. it. But yes, which I haven't watched, which I really have no I, I have watched it with sorry. my daughter. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a hard watch. I'll yeah. just throw that out there for everyone. Yeah. Um, There's only so much humor you can throw around babies. I mean, after a while, the poopy jokes and the – I just get stuck. I mean, and even then, the, the, the boss baby story wasn't about, like, the boss baby right yeah, it was course. just like him talking about like his relationship with his brother yeah so and it was toby right toby mcguire doing the narration i think so yeah yeah that sounds yeah, right it's toby all right are you okay so there's two movies for march 19th right yes are you on the left or the right i'm on the left i figured i want to talk about this i you can talk i'm gonna talk you can talk for i'll let you go first you can go first on 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 the left, and I'll take on the right. So go ahead. Morbius, the living vampire. With everybody's you know, favorite Jared character. Leto. Yeah. Gosh, this guy needs this one to like be a billion dollars because I can't stand the fact that Cumberbatch has has like a second movie coming out after watching that snooze fest. It was a snooze fest. I fell asleep twice watching that movie. And when people tell and, and, and when people ask me, hey, I just got uh what is it? I just got Disney Plus and I was told I could watch all the Marvel movies. Which Marvel movies how should I watch these Marvel movies? I basically said, look, here's the movies that you should watch that are really good. Here's the movies that you should skip. I put Doctor Strange as one of the movies you could skip. Yeah, I liked it. And, but again, it's a, it's a specific type. It's more it's and I like people, that kind of and, stuff. And people literally rained down on me. Oh, sure. I think the person actually blocked me for doing it too. Wow. I'm that's like, funny. how, how, how bad do you, like, literally, you have to put your blinders on when yeah. you see that entire collection of movies. Because literally, when you watch that movie, how much, how much of it pertains to the overall connecting story? Oh, none of it. I just None like Cumberbatch it. and the, I like Cumberbatch and I like the story. I like the story. The I like the act. 
the end credits is the only thing that oh, ties yeah. that. Oh yeah, it doesn't tie in at all. I agree with you a hundred percent. I enjoyed the movie though. I just it's not required to watch to see the rest. I just enjoyed it. You see, don't have to like it. I, I used liked to it. read the Doctor Strange comics, right? Right. And those were some pretty trippy out there comics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, dealt yeah, yeah. a lot of like metaphysical stuff, a lot of new age, you know, right. things, psychedelics. And then I'm watching the movie. I'm like, well, you know how I feel about Cumberbatch. If you can't say penguins, you shouldn't be a, a Marvel superhero. <laughs> so here's an interesting he thing still about. Can't, but Morbius. Okay, here's the interesting Morbius. thing about this. Here's the interesting thing about this. This is really interesting. Tell me the interesting thing that you read this... the comics. No, I know the character. I've read about the character and his crossovers with Spider-Man. So right. here's the he was thing: a, he was a he was a he was a he was always a crossover into a Spider-Man story. He was always like the so like the Daredevil slash Punisher type thing. So here's the interesting thing: two things I love about this movie so far, besides cool. Jared Leto, which is going to be the biggest thing. But it has Matt Smith in it, which I love Matt Smith. I don't care what he's in; he's fantastic. You may not know him, but he's a British actor. Second, this is a in association with Marvel. Okay. So it's like a Venom? This is... Yeah, but here's where it gets really interesting. You ready for this? Go on. Tell me. It is, it, is, it is not like a Venom in that you see in the movie a poster, I watched the trailer, of Spider-Man in the background. And you do see Michael Keaton. So this is in that Spider-Man universe. Oh, my God. With Michael Keaton, Batman. Well, Michael Keaton is going to be the Vulture. Oh, Michael Remember? Keaton Vulture? Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. you forgetting about that. Yeah. And you know what? I still love that scene where he's in the car with him. That, so, to me, that scene, oh, Oscar yeah. worthy. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Um, you know, he is Dr. Michael Morbius, so obviously um, I think it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I think it is going to be another Venom, but I think they're going to pull it off right. I mean, and I, I enjoyed well, Venom. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed Venom, but it could have been a little bit better. Um, but I did enjoy it. But I think this is going to be like Venom. It's going to be dark. It's going to be, you know, a, a kind of scary-ish, morbid movie in a certain to- sense. Well, Marvel did say, "Look, we we got it. We we're hitting the genres. We're picking IPs that would appeal to the horror genre. They felt yeah. that Venom would be a horror genre. Morbius would be a horror genre. Exactly. And the next Doctor Strange Part Two yeah, is supposed to more. be horror. And this is uh, PG thirteen, so not not kids. You're not going to see blood. You're not you're not no. going to see. I don't think you're going to see like people disemboweled or anything. No. I think you're going to see like." Like you did in Venom, the the leg poking out, the bone um, poking out that the was, leg. Was that was Venom R? Oh, Venom was a hard R because he cursed. Okay, okay, gotcha. He cursed, yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's um, going to be. Uh, they're not going to show some violence though. <sighs> because right. Morbius, to me, like like I told you before, Morbius to me is kind of like Punisher, Daredevil. Like they, Punisher only came, was only popular because. He tangled with Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. And then Punisher like would tangle with Spider Man, right? Yeah. And and this is what Morbius was like. That's what, like I found Morbius to be 
pretty interesting in the comics. Now, for him to have his own standalone movie, Mm. that's that's going to be an interesting pull. Yeah, well, this is an, it's an origin story, so you know. Um, so well, you're my, thinking, you're thinking. Go on, I'll let you have this one. So, okay, so I'm a little excited you about know my thoughts on this. Well, this is not the Angelina Jolie. This is the re, This is a direct sequel to the reboot movie Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Two. Um, so this is the younger Tomb Raider with Alicia. I can't say her last name, but whatever. Um. So it is the 2001 direct sequel. So this is, or sorry, 2018. So we're talking a couple, good number of years ago that the four, but they did leave it at a hanging point. I feel I enjoyed the reboot. Um, it doesn't give me much in the in the description about it, so I can't really say if it's really going to be a good story because you could go really bad with these types of movies. Because again, it's Indiana Jones-esque, so it can be really bad or really good. Um, and the problem with the Tomb Raider movies with Angelina, Angelina Jolie was they went so big in the world-ending and you know artifacts and stuff that I think it just ended up making there nowhere for them to go. Um, so I don't know. I really hope this does well, but I really don't know enough about it to say. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is that my rule still holds up. To this day, you can't make video games into successful movies yeah i mean tomb raider is the almost exception to that but yeah in general because it's the same it was... a mortal kombat movie it's just it's is it really going to be decent i mean uh... you have to like you said you have to make a story mm-hmm. for people that are willing to come out and watch and just say instead of it being x person i'm just going to throw in this video game person to this right place. exactly yeah, so we have to see. I still and, think, and, the, and and you know the reason why we all went to go see the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider. We no, went to see Angelina don't. Jolie. Oh, oh right, we went right, to see right. her. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. There's been, again, the first Mortal Kombat's one of the few video game movies that really were successful as a movie in the bigger public. A lot of people loved video game movies who played the video game, and you know there are other video game movies that are coming out that may be decent. Uh, the Nathan Drakes I mean, with Tom even, Holland, for example, that does look pretty exciting. But we'll see. I mean, if you look at if you look at Final Fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, the people who played those games or lived those who or were in those them. loved them absolutely. But everybody else is like, I don't get it. So, so who, we'll who see. takes the top? Who takes the top rated mark? <laughs> This is hard. Um, I think it's going to be for non-mob fans. I'm sorry. Um, for mob fans, Many Saints of New York is probably going to pull it, but I really think it's going to be Ray and the Last Dragon and, and Morbius, unfortunately. Or fortunately, however, Disney's going to take the month. One way or another, either Disney or Disney Offshoot's going to take the month. Um, just a dependence on which one. I just, I don't know. I, I'm going to say Ray is going to come out on top only because it's going to be um, a better appeal Heavily. to a large heavily trailered we're yeah. going to see it on billboards we're mm-hmm. going to see it in, in yeah. banner ads on online you're going to see it on mm-hmm. your social media feeds mm-hmm. and they'll probably be at mcdonald's and i think it's going to catch capture a slightly larger audience and that's the only reason it's going to win the month of march that's my I, thoughts I, orbis is going to be a very close second i think very close. i think for adults honestly who have been waiting for like the first Marvel installment movie? 
yeah. since they ended Avengers, and mm-hmm. this is the first one they pull out with. Not the Black Widow story, mm-hmm. not any of the other, not the Hawkeye thing that yeah. garbage that you were telling me about. They pick <sighs> Morbius. Again, it's gonna be very close. It's gonna be hard to see, but I think it's an audience I think basing. That's I don't know. rolling the dice. That yeah. that to me is gonna be people are gonna come see it, and you're gonna see a huge drop off. I really? say, I say from opening weekend to like the next weekend. I'm going to say it's going to beat Batman v Superman for the biggest drop-off. Okay. Fair enough. So what, so what do you think is going to win? Are you think that's going to win because of the big big start? The big start, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's going to be close. We'll have to see how it goes. And again, Rhea does have another advantage in that it's also going to be on Disney Plus Streaming Premium, so it's going to be harder to tell who's a true winner in that one, unfortunately. Well, you know, everyone's canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions after the Mandalorian season ended anyway, so... Yeah, and then they'll they'll purchase it again. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Sigh. I'm I'm kind of I I'm looking at April and I'm I'm We all know. We all know <sighs> what's taking April. But you don't have to you don't have to like it, but you know it. Because I know you know it. why? Because as a nerd you should be able to separate your feelings from your facts. True. And I, I I'm gonna tell you very straight up front with everybody. I'm. I don't. I don't even. I don't even care about half the movies in April. Like, like seriously, BIOS, Reminis, A Quiet Place Two. Really, Last Night in Soho. I, I, what? No. Nobody. Nobody's going to care about any of these movies. Okay, there's going to be a small, dedicated, hardcore fan base that's going to be Bob's Burgers, the movie. Oh my God. Okay, those two people can go shut up. Um. Some fatherhood, nobody cares about fatherhood. Dads are overrated. Let's move on with our lives. There's one movie, and there's only one movie to choose from, unfortunately, for April, if you will, Ernie. No time to die. No like, time this is like die. the 40th, like, James Bond movie. <laughs> and every time Daniel Craig says, This is my last bloody movie, and then <laughs> they come over so with the Wells Fargo truck, yeah. and he's like, I'm doing one more movie. Because I feel reinvigorated for this character. <sighs> Whatever. It's going to bag of money. Okay, so we're, we're done with April. That's it. <laughs> I'm good. Bond owns it. <laughs> Bond owns it. There's nothing else even going to hold close. Moving on to May. May is going to be tough. May is tough. It's a hard month. I mean, again, you have you just... to separate it. You have to separate it. Yes. So you got three, four, five. Frick me. You got oh, five man. franchises. Five you got a big lot fran- in here. So, Black Widow, which I know you have mixed feelings on, and I know a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. David Harbour as her father. Like, I get it. Yeah. He was really good in Stranger Things, but in every other movie he's been in, has been a complete yeah. disaster. Yeah, so, again, people want to see Black Widow, so you're going to have that. Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, huge fan base there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we even had a guest of the po- a friend of the podcast talk about. Yes, it. just Either. recently. Please watch yeah, our podcast. Recent. Listen to our podcast. Um, <sighs> Spiral from the Book of Saw. That's going to bring people out of droves. Um, that is a reboot of the Saw series. Yeah, that's going to bring them back. Be interesting. Um, that's going to bring them back. I am. Ruella? Highly disappointed by this, and we mentioned this already. I don't want to see it. Close, you, you, you want to see it. You have really to see it. 
Is your job as a nerd I to see this? I don't care. I, the, out of all of – this is going to be by, by Emma Stone's going to be playing Cruella, and it's the origin story of her. Uh, Paul Walter, on, House, her name is and Joel Fry we all are going to be – Horace and Jasper are going to be Eve in it. Um, the two are going to be obsessed with capturing the puppies. I'm just I don't I don't really care about this story. I don't care about her origins. There's no you're not going to do a Maleficent where you actually make the villain buddy who's not really a villain at the end. You're, you can't do that. I just don't feel Ooh, you're going to do it. It worked that. for just, Angelina Jolie. She got two movies out of it. No, but I'm saying with with Maleficent that at least you could feel for the character at the end that she was, she was in a bad position. Yes, she did some bad things, but you can understand Ooh. at least the logic behind it. You just have Grilla, to, you just have to disregard. Puppies that animated movie that they put out in the 40s. Disregard that and watch the Angelina okay. Jolie version. But if you watch Angelina Jolie, it doesn't fit perfectly, but at least it makes you make sense why she did some of the things. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. You can't reboot the Cruella story in the same way. I just She's killing puppies, okay? That's her obsession. I, I don't see there any way to get around <laughs> that, okay? Just, I just don't see it. Um, so I'm not, not expecting high things. Fast and Furious 9, like, do we need more? I guess. Hey, hey. Hobbs and Shaw proved it. Hobbs and Shaw was I, I, the best I, I, Fast and Furious movie since the Fast and Furious. All the other ones are just like they can fall in line. Whatever. I don't know. Um, and then we have Infinite, which I'm not even sure. This is Mark Wahlberg. Um, a man discovers that his hallucinations are actually visions from his past life. Whatever. I don't care about that. Um, it's the trees. All right. It was the trees. Um, who's I don't... winning in May? God. I'm, I mean... I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. I, I really don't know, and it is an R-rated movie for this infinite nonsense. But anyways, um, here's here's my here's my my fears about May. Okay, I feel that Fast and Furious is going to take it, um, which I could care less about that series. Out of the choices, I don't care about Saw. I really don't. I know a lot of people will. And I, I know it's a good series. I did watch the first Saw, and it was absolutely horrifying and awful. But good because of that. You know, it's one of those things I don't. I will never watch it again, but it was an, it was an experience to have watched it, kind of like the Joker. Um, I'm going to say because there's so many international nerds that Godzilla's going to take it because there's going to be so much mixed feelings about Black Widow that Godzilla's going to take it. That's my thinking. I think uh, I'm not too far off from you, except I like to take I like to kick somebody when they're down, so to speak. Go I on. believe that Black Widow will be very similar to Captain Marvel, where Disney's mm-hmm. going to be buying out theaters that are not sold out that bad, to give huh? the illusion. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's going to be like that. I hope. Godzilla. I hope it's not. I hope not. I hope not. I I think Godzilla versus Kong. Will probably be the movie that everyone likes but doesn't do well, kind of like um, Pacific Rim Part Two. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. And even and Kong Island didn't do that well, right? No, Kong Island did not do well. So, but, but you know, the reason why was because it was up against Marvel movies. True. That was yeah. the reason. Timing why. was everything. So, are you yeah. then? So Fast, you're gonna... Fast Furious Nine is gonna yeah. win it because it has the biggest following. Yeah. June is also kind of, this. This looks like a crappy month too. There is wow. only one, there's two movies in this month. Come two, on. 
Two. Come on. Two. Two. Come on. You're Two. not even doing three. What's your third? The Conjuring? Three? Micronauts? Samaritan? Look, do you even know what a Micronaut is? No. And I don't it's want... It's a toy from the 80s. <sighs> okay. It could be fun. It could be another uh, bumblebee. I, it's but rated you know it's gonna be, and it's not. Doesn't even have a director yet. It's not even gonna show up. Like it's very, very unlikely. Yeah, it doesn't even have a director. I'm, I'm not even worried about that. So that could be something, but it's not gonna be here. The Conjuring three. Conjuring three is gonna yeah. happen, and that's gonna bring in a lot of money uh, because that freaking it's a it's a machine. You yeah. you get a you get a. You get a half-ass script, yeah. and you slap, you know, a franchise on it, and yeah. essentially it's going to bring you money. It's yeah. going to print money. Unfortunately, I don't want it to be that. What I want it to be is between these two. I know one of these choices are not. It's not going to happen. But I, I would love it to be what I want Wrong. it to be. I want Wrong. Venom two to be the winner. I want it to be Max Carnage. I want it's, Carnage it's versus Venom. Happen. I want that to be the movie that everybody wants to see. I know it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I know. It's not going to happen. I know. Dude, say it. Just say it for me. Just say what, it, what will be the movie. It's going to be a crappy Venom-esque movie <laughs> that almost makes it, that almost is Venom, that's just going to be a pile of dog crap that nobody's going to go see. And everyone's going to like the end credit scene, which is 15 seconds long, more than the rest of the movie. Yeah, I'm just hoping it has, I mean, look, if Woody Harrelson is Carnage and they do that, I think it could make some money. Because people like Woody Harrelson now. Yeah, but you're not even going to see Woody, because he's going to be CGI'd. Well, if they do like they did in Stupid <coughs> Spider-Man 3, all, they know, all we know so far about it is that it is going to be a sequel... And it is going to have Tom Hardy. That's all we know. We like we don't even need other co-stars in it. Co-stars in it. Hopefully, so Woody's in this. Woody may have backed out. And of Michael this. Williams. So we don't know. So this doesn't have a lot of. I'm not high hopes. This is actually going to happen. Um, but but you know which one will be the number one movie in June? I, if I this hope so. Up. I really hope so. I hope I, you're right. I loved the trailer. The trailer was, oh my god, this the first time. Why did you give us that crap? Why did you not give us this movie? This is what we want. This is what we've always yeah. wanted. Yeah. Please. A real, true sequel to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters to Afterlife. This is a direct sequel to Ghostbusters movies, I think, 10, 15 years in the future. 20. It doesn't have any of the original. 20, sorry. So this does but not. But the only bad part is that it has Paul Rudd in it. That's the only knock I have on it. Yeah, but I and he, he plays, plays the son of Egon. Yes. And he has a son who discovers the backpacks, and of course Ecto One, the coolest hearse ever ever made. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It has Sigourney Weaver in it, and it does have Bro Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. And Dan Aykroyd. And I think, uh, what's his name, right? Ernie Hudson, right? Mm, yeah, Ernie Hudson, you're it? right. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. And Paul Rudd does have a beard, so it does mean his face is mostly covered. So you kind of see him, but don't see him. Oh my gosh, so, man, let me tell yeah. you. how. Look, I really want this, this to be the one. I really this, want this. This one will be it. And you want to yeah. know, know why I mean, I Ivan Reitman is also... People, you yeah, know, 
you you know what people you know why I know it's going to do well because of Leslie Jones came out in protested against this after the trailer came out and after a preliminary script was sent out she was like oh so you guys don't give a damn about us we were Ghostbusters we had a Ghostbusters movie and you guys aren't even considering us at all in this movie and they were like no we're not. Yeah, We're not no, this acknowledging is the, that this movie is, ever existed. Well, and here's what's going to get people. It's a 100% nostalgia because it's yes. not just it's they're going to have the old uniforms that their kids yep. are going to be going through. Yep. It's going to be the old, oh, look, the Hearst, and oh, look, the, you know, the I mean, yeah, the all of it. All, yeah, it's all going to be there, and it's all going to be like, oh, all of us are going to go and see it because it's nostalgia. That's what, that's what and it is. It's going to make a billion Dollars. It's gonna be the, it's gonna be the June movie, so June's it's gonna, done. It's gonna reignite us to like go back and watch the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go back and like look at all the toys. I bet you anything, High C will come back with the Ecto Cooler, mm. the best High C juice in the box they ever made. Oh God. Yeah. <sighs> I hate July. All the buddies. No, I you hate can't. Ju- oh, you I hate can't July. Hate July. You I'm, can't, you can't hate July. Okay, look at these. How do you make a choice? Well, start. Let let me start from the beginning. All right, please I go ahead. Do, I would do the month of July since you hate July. Go ahead, which is please. also the month that we celebrate our nation's founding. Right? Yes, our no, no argument, no mm-hmm. argument. Okay, mm-hmm. but <sighs> July second, which I'm assuming is a weekend, and you know what I'm going to be looking at. Yes, but here's <clears> my thing. What you're looking at and what's going to win are not the same thing. We have you know Minions it. 2, The Rise uh, of Gru. Wait, that's what you're looking at? No, 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 no. I'm telling you, okay. July 2nd, that's how the month starts off. Yeah. Minions 2, The Rise of Gru. Now, you did not like the Minions movie. Oh, God, no. That was a piece of shit. I did not like the Minions movie. However. However. however yeah, however. There is a however with this. Go ahead. The next movie after that, Redemptive. Yeah. Big redemption. The Despicable yeah. Me franchise totally recovered, and I think it passed Shrek, if I'm not mistaken, as far right. as like cartoon franchises, right? Right. Money wise. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's pretty and close. Then, yeah. And let me tell you, Minions 2 only makes sense. Yes. Because you've got to be like, all right, you gave us like. You know, at the end of Minions, we saw, like, right. Groove for, like, eight seconds. And that's what people want. <clears throat> they don't want a freaking movie with no dialogue. I'm sorry. And voiceover and Ugh. famous people just lending their voices <sighs> to, like, unknown characters. Crap. Michael Keaton and his family. That Crap. was crazy. Crap. All right. Uh, unfortunately. But the this, one that hits yeah. me, the, the one that hits the me in the feels. Uh, yes. And, uh, hey, I have nothing against the movie. I think it's be a fantastic movie. I just think it's a hard month Let- for it. Last year, when the trailer dropped, right, mm-hmm. and it was just like it literally was, I think, thirteen seconds, and it was like an open, like it looked like the Bonneville Salt Flats, mm-hmm. and there was no music, and then you just saw in the distance, like this little white dot, the silver blur coming at you, and you realize it was a jet, and then you hear the, the intro music mm-hmm. from the original. Top Gun, and it's like, oh my gosh, he's back? Are you kidding me? 
and then it's a bunch of jump cl- cuts of like him taking off off of a off of a flight deck off of an aircraft carrier and it looks insane because you know he does his own stunts and you know for some reason the navy like says yeah sure you can take over the ship for your movie tom cruise yeah sure we'll put you in a billion dollar aircraft and shoot you across the you know the deck of this thing at like two thousand miles an hour sure yeah take it up for a spin you know this I'm just amazed that they were able to pull this off. How do you explain a guy in his 40s still in the Navy? Yeah. Not in 40s. You would think 40 years after he made that movie. Well, mm-hmm. He made that movie in 86, right? He so still he's looks been... like he's 20s, 30s anyway, so who knows well, how, it's, you know. It's, it's, it's because of, like, the whole absorbing, like, life forces from, like, you know, other people I, I think i guess they keep him alive he's some sort of weird <sighs> vampire thing let me yeah. tell you top gun maverick like hit like you said for ghostbusters afterlife it hit me in all the things that i wanted in a top gun sequel yeah every I, single thing yeah and i think it's gonna win the month because unfortunately we've been going for an hour already so we're gonna have to do this in two parts so we're gonna end on july here um and then we will do part two which will be the rest of the year Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings is going to be a flop. I just I just feel it. Yes, it's a Marvel movie. But really? I, 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 but it's Marvel I, Studios. It's not Marvel. It's Marvel Studios. I know. I just Again, and people only, are going to see it because it's Marvel Studios, but I really don't think it's going to do well. I really don't. No, this is their this is their woke project. They actually got like Asian actors and stuff like that. I, know, like, I get it. I just don't think it's going to be successful. It's not going to be good because yeah. literally like and it, and it and I remember the character, and I remember hearing people talk about how like cool and badass the character is. But if you read the books, they're not very exciting. Yeah, I'm just yeah. The Little Mermaid. Uh, you don't think that's going to dethrone Top Gun? Maverick? I really hope it doesn't. I I don't need another live action Disney production just to make sure their patents don't go out. The yeah. Purge Five. Why do we need another Purge movie? The fourth one didn't even like, do that good. I mean, no, that has Sandra Bullock in it. Wasn't it like yeah. the prequel, like how the Purge got I the Purge? Don't, yes, I think so. I don't care. And it was kind of like, a, hey, we're smarter than everyone. This is really a movie about Trump. Um, that's what the Purge Four was. Because yeah. I watched it, I was like, yeah, this loses everything that made the first Purge a really good movie. <sighs> Barb and Star go to Vistel Dome. I don't even. No, just no. What is even that? What is that? It's a stupid comedy. It's basically best friends Barb uh, who leave their small witness town for the first time. They go on vacation. They find themselves tangled up in adventures. It's a comedy. Um, is it like a Dumb and Dumber? It's. I think it's the female version, basically. Okay. Uh, it could be funny. Vista Del Mar sounds like a like a subdivision of Boca. Actually, it is. Yes, they it. go. They, it is. It is. They're going to Florida, basically. Oh they're going to no! Florida. They're coming to my backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no, they're going to make movie. your city. Yeah, your city's going to take a hit on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I feel. I mean, it kind of falls into the same category of Space Jam Two. It's kind of that nostalgia is it, feel. Is it I Michael mean, Jordan? Or is no, it LeBron? It's um, LeBron James. Yeah, I'm not watching it. No, I'm yeah. only joking. I will watch it. 
It's not that I hate LeBron James. It's just that LeBron James has already been in a few movies and also has been in a couple like animated movies where he's lent his voice, and none of them did well. Yeah. Now I'm excited about this actually, and I know a couple people are, Me but it'll too. go to your theory. It'll go to your theory, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, video game movies don't work. Video games movies don't work, but this could pull it off because it has our favorite character, Tom Holland, and he's a character at um, this point. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted. I, again, it's Indiana Jones for a younger generation. Um, mm-hmm. t- Tom Holland is in it. I'm feeling it could pull that off. Maybe could pull it off where it's not just those. Because I have, I mean, my wife being one of them, huge fan of Uncharted series, want, yep. loves to see it. And again, the diehards are going to be diehard. But is it commercially sellable? Viable. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's the thing. And with Tom Holland, maybe. Maybe, but that's a hard maybe. So we'll have to see. I'd like it to do well. Um, I'm not even going to talk about old because it's an M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm sorry. I'll probably watch Come it on, on DVD at some you, point in the future. But there's, no, there's no plot. It will not tell you the plot. It's like you, like you all, know, like all M. Night Shyamalan movies. We're not telling you Jack. Good luck. You'll watch it. We know you will. But, but you liked... Uh... I, What's his name? The not the last one that they did, not Glass, the one before Glass. I actually didn't. You know what? I actually liked that series of movies. I actually did like them. Um, the Glass, the Split, and and the uh, Unbreakable. I did Unbreakable. like those. I liked them, but you have to watch them all together. I think it was well done. It closed itself off well. It created the possibility of a bigger universe, and just everybody dies. You know, if you've been living under a rock, well, spoiler alert, he, everybody dies. He, and I'm okay with that. Spoiler alerts. Well, yeah. he took a page from, like, Marvel. It was like, oh, you mean I can have a popular movie and kill off all the characters? Yeah. You know, that's basically what he did. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. And that's why I like it. Oh, you're not going to want to see The Tomorrow War. What's The Tomorrow War? Um, It has Chris Pratt. Nope. Yeah. Uh, um, unfortunately, it does be... take place in a fight in a future war. Um, and it, can, it relies on his ability to confront his past. So I think that's a no. Um, I don't know. You know we're all watching it. You know why we're watching Yeah. We're watching it because The Rock is in it. Yeah. I don't know. July is going to be hard. I'm going to probably say the patriotic win for the month of July is going to be Top Gun because it's patriotic. Yeah. I, and there's not enough days in the month. I think, I think Disney said, you know what? It's just not going to be able to compete with Top Gun. They, let them keep the month of July. We'll release the Jungle Cruise at the end of July to take on August. Yeah. Because the August uh-huh. is weak. Yeah. So I think Uncharted is going to do better than Space Jam 2, but neither are going to do very well, unfortunately. But I think Uncharted is going to do better because of Tom Holland and LeBron James is just, I think, a little too much controversy around him to make him successful, and he's been in mediocre stuff. So I think Uncharted is going to do better. Um, but yeah, I think the winner is going to be Top Gun, which I'm fine with. I think that's a good choice. And then, you know, Jungle Cruise can close out that month. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. All right. So we are. I think Jungle Cruise will be like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I'm hoping, you know, I think it'll be like that. that. If he can, if he can pull it off and do well and have like a couple of others of it, I'm okay with that. It really depends on the time frame of when they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it franchise worthy? You know, I hope well, I so. Mean, who's who's the director? Is it is it what's his name? The guy who did the pirate movies? Um, this is 
Uh, Jamal Colet Sierra? I have no idea. Nah, then he can't pull it off. Yeah, it's it's Emily Blunt and and, and Dwayne Johnson, so I'm I'm hoping, but I, um, they are planning to develop the film as a franchise similar to to quote you, Pirates of the Caribbean. I just don't see it happening. They, but. I don't either, because like that first movie, like literally had me, like huh. I could watch it today and it still holds up. Oh yeah, one. oh yeah, absolutely. The second, third, the fourth got a little weird, but I love yeah. the first one. Where I could watch it anytime. All right. That's that's an hour. We're gonna cut it. Oh. We're gonna cut it now because we got another half a month, a half a year to go, and we've just done an hour and a half of show. <laughs> so we are gonna have part two. That is gonna be after the Mandalorian episode. We are gonna do part two, um, where we'll go into August and beyond. So if you are a listener and you are listening to our show, you'll want to hang tight because we are gonna do August through December. There is still over thirty movies to go. So even though um, and those are the ones that have a date. There's a whole bunch that don't have a date um, yet um, that are supposed to happen in 2021. So we will see. And there is a lot of things coming, including a whole bunch of stuff in December that is going to make people squeal with joy. So if you are going to watch the list and do spoilers on yourself, that's fine. But you're going to want to listen to us talking about it because we know you do. Um, and like <laughs> any good movie title, we always want to keep some surprises alive. Hope you're enjoying our new logo. Our slightly different theme music. Um, please let us know what you think. We are going to be changing up the logo here and there. There'll be some artistic surprises throughout the year. Um, we have some commissioned pieces of our logo that people are going to do, kind of like uh, the Mickey Mouse thing where they painted Mickey in all different vari- variations. Oh, kind of yeah, yeah. We're doing it with our logo. So we have a couple of known and unknown artists, including my grandma, who may be showing, you may see their art presented throughout the year. So kind of fun, um, but we are still on all the regular stuff that you guys are used to. Just we may look different, and you can now see our glorious faces. But YouTube, oh, yeah. Instagram, all the normals are still out there. Pinterest, of course, and Twitter. So please follow, like us, and love us, and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode where we finish our list for the second half of the year, where we talk about the reaction video of our one and true uh, Star Wars fan here, Ernie, to the Mandalorian. And even more, it's going to be an exciting year. We started off just right, and we will definitely, as Ernie would say, peace out. See you guys next time, and we hope you are enjoying your new year. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.